three, three two, two, one. one. Evergreen. This OFI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. And Friends is up next. But first, take a listen to this other fine OPI show. Dun, 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 dun. I'm Howard Sudbury. I'm Steve Baskerville. And on the next Back to You, the very special guest, Dwayne Kennedy, stand-up comedian, Emmy Award winner. You yeah. renamed the show, didn't you? Yeah, the Ramble Brothers. Love me. <laughs> Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Back to You, an OPI show, only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. The Tony Lasano Podcast and Opie Show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is End Friends. Woo! What I'm saying is, I think that the, the the Navi people have evolved to infiltrate human society. Oh, thank you. And if you just joined us, well, you have just joined us. We were talking in depth about uh, Avatar and their tales. Um, to be clear, Avatar, or not Avatar, The Last Airbender. Yes, James Cameron's masterpiece from 2010, Avatar. Uh, it's 2012. No, oh, it must have been like I 2006. Think, yeah, I think 2010. You know, I, I want to say 2009. I'm very confident, and I'm going to look it up now. Good God. Well, he's doing that. Oh. Shall we introduce ourselves? Yeah, go for it, Kim. Alrighty, guys. I'm, I'm Kimmy. Kim is weird because it's just... So much Kim, 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 Kim. Anyway, Kim, Cam. Going uh, into introducing myself, I just want to express how I've gone through a major nostalgia, like week, mainly because I took home a box of memories from my mother's house, Uh-oh. and it was like high school, middle school. I saved a fish from like 2009. That not a real fish. It was like oh, a oh fish thank for God. The wall. I was like, what the fuck. <laughs> It was like a homecoming decoration. I was going to be a lot more impressed. Like, I saved homecoming decorations, winter turnabout. I found, like, my middle school, like, I don't know if you guys did, where they sent, gave you, like, a layout of everyone that was in your graduating class oh, yeah. for eighth grade. So I have that. I have all my yearbooks, which I was in yearbook for three years, so I, like, created these things. So they, like, three of them are my babies. I have shoes that I never wore that I kept in the box because they were signed from Vic from Pierce the Veil. Um, I have another poster that was signed by another band who now I do not like whatsoever. And then I have an elephant from The Greatest Show on Earth that was a slushie at one point. Now it's just a cute thing to hold stuff. So it's, so, so uh, what are you going to do okay. with all of it? Or what have um, you done with all of it? Right now it's just sitting in piles around my office. Sounds like so, a box. I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing with it. I do have another box here, but it's like I got rid of some of the stuff. I also found the necklace my high school sweetheart gave me, and I, like, how what do you, I do with this? How did you it's keep like this all little... of this? <laughs> I just—it was when I was moving, and I. By the way, guys, it's been six years since I moved out of my parents' house. Just wow. Yeah, and I'm just—I'm in awe. This is from like stuff from way back in the day. Like I put this in a box because I'm like I'm not gonna need this living out of my own. And yeah, I don't know what to do with some of it. Some of it I got rid of because I had post-it notes that people just signed their name in to put on a wall that I had. I, I don't know why I did that. I, I mean, that's pretty kid, creative. Okay? That's, no, but that's pretty creative. You know? Yeah. yeah that's the thing. I, it's I, just, I have all these weird things. 
I got the same problem at my parents' house where every time I go back, they're like, hey, you need to look through your boxes. And every time I look through my boxes, I just take out three things to throw away and they're like, oh, good job. Because I, when I put them all together, it's like, this is crap I'm not going to be able to have in my apartment or my house until I own a house. Like when I can put it away into storage in a random junkyard. Exactly. Well, I decided to finally take it because I was like, well, I'm in a more of a stable place. I'm going to stay for a little bit yeah. until I like moves. My, my next move will be out of state. So I was like, why not like have this? And so I'm like, whatever, I'll hold on to this. And some of it I'm just like, I should get rid of. Like, I don't I don't know what to do with these like random little post-it notes that I've gotten. I found my eighth grade diploma, so that's cool. Oh, yeah, that'll get you. That'll get you into newer jobs. You show that eighth grade diploma I, and they're like, they're like I have my eighth grade. I have my high school and I got my college diploma and I have all the caps with me like all the hat caps I even have my gown I just found the other day when I was cleaning and I'm I'm ready I can go re-graduate right now there you go let's do this yeah so that's me and my life how about you guys let's introduce yourself that was a very uh, long process I'm (laughs) Sam uh every time uh it turns out every time I cook with onions my fingers smell like onions for the whole day if not the whole week Yes, working in fairs, it was always sucky to have to cut onions because I, they contribute to being an oniony fair smell, um, and then I would always be like, I can't touch anything on myself. It's just kind of brutal. I never. Oh what? I never really cut onions myself, but I was a uh, busboy for um, about a year, and this guy would. They, they, they had like a chef and every time he cut onions was like the one thing he did in the spot he'd come over and set his cutting board up like right behind my station so now the really intense smell of onions is just wafting oh, over oh yeah me. see when I I was a busboy I was a busboy for four years I was a busboy and a dishwasher oh Jesus I can't talk yeah same I was a busboy and a dishwasher for four years and I never once like I got I, I never once smelt like the food. I only smelt like bleach and sadness. Yes. And every I had a <laughs> pair of shoes that got a bunch of bleach yeah. dumped on, and they actually looked really cool. Yeah, ble- bleach ruined a couple of pants for mine, but they were my work pants, so it doesn't matter. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, I would always contract a stomach uh, a food poisoning at least like every other month because I would eat leftovers from people who didn't finish their food. Oh my god. I see I oh. loved because I I loved always the dishwashers where I worked at last because they would always be so sweet to me and I would talk with them and then they'd be like, Are you hungry? And they would talk to the chef for me because sometimes the chef would scare me because Oh yeah. There was like multiples of them. And like there'd be cool ones at night who would be like, Hey you, we're gonna go do drugs in the alley. Want to join? It? I'd be like, no, thank you. But like, you're cool. But no. And then there's the one who is just like, what are you doing? And I'm like, eh, I'm just here to get some ranch for a customer. Oh, the cooks were always so nice. They would always make me, um, make me a meal at the end of the day. I'd be like, hey, make me a panini if you can. He's like, oh yeah, of course. And then I scarf down a panini with my soaked pan. I will say though, like working for like my parents' food business all these years, like. There's a certain fair smell, and now, like, I can't eat a beef sandwich and enjoy it unless it's made outside in a steam table uh, in a festival environment, basically. You're not going to be having that anytime soon. No, I know. It's been so hard because I've been visiting my parents, and they're like, oh, it's so weird, and we don't have to talk about stuff. Like, we're trying to find normal conversations of, like, let's talk about life. That's, that's, That's the COVID joke of the day. 
right, mystery man number three, who are you? Were we supposed to avoid those? No, we can we can talk about. It. Okay, all right. Um, well, I'm Tommy, uh, and I no longer experience the base desires of organic life. I have ascended, is what I'm telling you. What do you mean? I've become a new, a new form of existence. So what are I'm you? Just now? soul energy. Just oh. just soul energy floating around a microphone. That's this cool. podcast is my one. You're you're for you're an ethereal being now. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. We're the thing that you know keeps you down to earth. You've you've ascended mm-hmm. to the podcasting plane. You're up with you're up yeah, there with the, the great. I do. How does it feel being there? You're 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 up there with Rick Kempford and David Stern and and uh, How- Howard, Howard Sudbury. Well, just Rick. Yeah. Yeah, Dave. Dave's not here yet. No, <laughs> Dave's not here, man. No, man. I'm Dave. No, no, Dave's not here. Hey, and that's our copyright strike of the day. <laughs> uh, so, so what do you eat then? I do not. Oh, it's it's not really. I, I don't. I don't eat. I, I don't do. I just sort of am. Yeah. Have you gained? Have you gained and, any? And, you know, what's up? Oh, well, I mean, on your plane, I am not, but oh, at the same time, I am. So, so it's very quantum. So, have you gained any new like knowledge or anything about life and and, and all that jazz? Forty-two. Oh, it's another it's another copyright strike for us. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Did you get that one, Kimmy? Yup. Yup. Yep. Hey, it's a jolly old episode <laughs> of Van Friends today. Hey, what's our uh, what's our sponsor looking like, Tony? Not Tony. Uh, Jesus, the Tommy. Sponsor, oh. I was like, whoa, the sponsor Tony's is here. The, this week's sponsor is the Blue Point Juniper Bush, uh, which is my personal favorite evergreen bush. Oh, uh, we're doing an evergreen bush. episode, and I figured uh, an evergreen sponsor would would go well with it. It, sm- it smells pretty good, huh? It's nice. I like juniper. Yep. Do you got do you got a lot of those in your ethereal world? No. So it's it's one of the things that if I could if I could miss things, I would. Uh, but that's that's no longer uh, a feeling I have. Oh, missing. Yeah, like that. Uh, the the feeling of of grief of loss. These are no these are no longer things that exist for me. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. It's slightly sad when you say it. These are things that no longer exist for me. Well, he doesn't even feel sadness anymore. I exactly. feel sadness for him. It would be sad. And I understand the feeling of sadness, but I, I do not I do not feel it myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Oh, wow. Real boy, Tommy. Really good boy. Covering the news from around the world to your backyard, it is time for the news. Do you want to hear about some bad boys in the news today? Ooh, I love bad boys. Oh, wait a minute. I was about to sing the song, and I was like, copyright, can't do it. I really don't know what I'm going to do when they come for me. (laughs) Bad boys. So, today's is kind of an interesting, we're kind of going into the uh, abyss of world's dumbest criminals okay. only because 
I was looking upon Reddit. I want to do a little backstory because these are going to be older stories I'm going to be talking about. And it's because for some odd reason, a story from 2017 kept popping up about stating like world's dumbest criminal and it was about this armed robber who accidentally shot himself in the penis while trying to rob a hot dog stand here in chicago (laughs) oh yeah yeah they kept popping up as like recent news i'm like this is an old story why is this popping up but it's also hilarious so i decided i wanted to go down and find some more funny just like ridiculous stories to kind of talk about because that was just hilarious that this guy did this okay so, um, At least we know he's not having kids. Right? Well, it ain't you happening. Know, he could adopt a child. Yeah, but nothing nah. from that member. No. We yeah. kicked him out of the gene pool. The lifeguard pulled him right out. He lost his membership license. <laughs> um, here's a story about a trio of drug thieves in a day that, you know, they thought was lucky, which wasn't. They broke into a home in Silver Springs, Florida, of course, Florida, and discovered three jars of cocaine. They took it home and started snorting the contents, and then they discovered that the jars weren't actually filled with cocaine. They were urns filled with the victim of the woman's husband and two dogs that they the house they broke into. But did they get high? I don't think so. I think that's when they realized that no, that these jars were urns and that this was not drugs. Oh. Yeah. Hate to be the guy who had to test that out. Right. Well, at the same time, I feel like there's not to say I'm a drug expert, but there's a different texture and I think just a little bit different look. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, one is it's like the the ash gets really compact, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And also it's, it's almost a clay texture when it's all clumped up. How do, yeah. how, how do you know this so well? You never seen anybody's dead grandma before? No. I found out over the weekend there's three of my grandparents in my parents garage in a fish tank uh, why in a fish tank what? i don't know so because fish get hungry <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right here's another one uh there was this was in new york um they were following a suspect who they were chasing him and they chased him through the streets of new york until the cops they kind of took a tumble and then of course so they got a the suspect got away and he ended up running to a large building and the building actually happened to be a maximum security prison. Oh no! Where he was nabbed by guards. So oh, even though the how do you not notice? <laughs> um, I guess I don't know. It's called the Sing Sing Maximum Security Prison. Maybe it doesn't look that like much like a prison. And not gonna lie, some prisons I don't know their prisons until I see the sign that's like near the road. Yeah. Well, Unless maybe this guy. Welcome to Sing Sing Maximum Prison. Your home away from home. It's like, thanks for doing our job for us. You made it easier, and we appreciate it. Oh, man. Imagine that. Imagine. uh, I lived, like, right next door to a prison in Chicago. My dorms were right next to it. And people were always like, doesn't that freak you out? And I'm like, why would that freak me out? This is the last place a criminal would go. Yeah. (laughs) Unless there was an escape. Yeah, but they're, they're not going to go anywhere nearby. They're going to run fast and far. That's true. <sighs> All right, here's another one that's, that's kind of funny. I uh, There was an attempted robbery at a Lowe's, um, and they, uh, the, 
The assailant, I was trying to think of the word, the assailant got away and was able to jump a fence into a resort and spa. Well, it turned out this resort and spa was a nudist resort and spa. So when the assailants was being looked for, they only had to tell him, look for the guy wearing clothes. You because would, the police could easily spot him because he was the only one in the spa. You would think clothes. that he would just rip off all of his clothes if he knew it was a nudist spa. Like it, it would kind of be like, oh, why isn't anyone wearing any clothes? Hmm. Unless unless the guy didn't know that there was such thing as a nudist spa. Well, he just jumped the fence. He just kind of ran the field across the street and jumped a fence oh. right into this nudist resort and spa. So it's like, oh, like. He probably didn't notice, and he's too busy thinking, I just got to run, and not focusing. I mean, the moment I'd see a naked person, I probably would have had some questions, like, why are people naked? Why are Hey, he just thinks he's getting a fun chase scene. Right? But I think that'd be perfect just to be like, yeah, look for the guy that's not wearing clothes. That's easy. Easy peasy. Well, the guy who is wearing clothes. Oh, yes, the guy who is wearing Wow, that was... Look for the guy. That was a brain brain. Look for the guy who's not wearing clothes in the nudist spa. Oh no, this is going to be the hardest search in the world. That would be so hard. That'd be like, where's Waldo? Unless you were able to under, like know if there's any tattoos on someone, that would be the only identifier if you were looking for someone who is naked. Well, unless he's Jewish. Find the needle in the needle stack. <laughs> Find the needle in the needle stack. Uh, I'm trying to think of another good one in this story that you guys really like. Uh, I found like a list of them that someone had put together, which I love so much. There was one which I liked only because there's this involved a dog. No, no, no dog was harmed, but they it was bring your child to work day. And in honor of that tradition, you know, that allows you to bring your kids into the business. This one uh, crook decided to bring his young son with him on the job, which happened to be robbing a pet store. What? Um, he was caught. I suit- love this guy's outlook on life. He's, <laughs> he was- he's declared this his official professional job. Got to respect it. Right, and he just was showing this. The only reason he got caught, though, was because he was missing his son. He- so he kind of oh, he had to left. go to the front and ask for his son. No, like he took off, but he came back. Jesus. Well, he didn't come back, but they caught him because his son was, like, left behind. And no offense, but if you're a little kid, you would totally, like, steal, like, or not steal. You would totally, like, ask for help because your dad's gone. Like, hey, well, I'm lost. Who goes and robs without the kid? He didn't account for the kid being a rat. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. That's really the tradition here. The, da- the kid's a rat and the dad's just a thief. That's what goes on. That's what happens. Who robs a pet store? Like, what the fuck? I mean... What is there to steal? He needs a new hamster for his kid. Oh, yeah. That's why he left the kid there. He had to get home, replace the hamster that died on time. (laughs) Yeah. He knew that kid would make it home. Well, I mean, that'd be kind of work... That would kind of work out if it was like, hey, I need to do that, but this, I don't think, would be a case of the dead hamster. I mean, if he really... That's why he brought the kid in the first place, I think. He brought the kid to be like, "All right, just pick out the one that you want. I'm going to I'm going to get it home. You stay here. Someone will take you back home. Someone. <laughs> Someone I think will it's take genius. You, you stay well, here and should... take home." Well, it shows the kid wasn't that much of a genius then. All right, I'll do this final one only because this happened in California. It's not as much as like a criminal act well kind of 
It, there's a fine line for me, not really a fine line, I should say, but uh, DIYs, like a driving under the influence, uh-huh. is I feel like not the same as the robbing stories that have been in the story. Okay. But basically, this woman got pulled over in California. Uh, it was a checkpoint to see if she was sober or not, and she just offered this up to the officers. My husband right behind me is even drunker than I am. Uh, yeah, that's so. a classic. That's how what she did. She decided to just throw her husband in the bus thinking it would help her. Yeah, but, because her husband was definitely yeah. driving the car. <laughs> yeah. I'd be more impressed if he was. Yeah. Driving from the back seat would be pretty that'd be cool. That's something they should put in. I think I think the peripherals on that would be really tough. Like I've thought about it. But like you wouldn't be able it'd be really hard to see even in front of you driving from all the way in the back. That's why they have front seats. I mean, I'm thinking. I'm thinking a center, com- like a like a very a centered uh, command console. Oh, where like you've a got, ship kind not, of. Yeah, you just to prevent. Yeah, you got a bridge because like it prevents the the seats being in front of you, so they're not in the way. You get a better view behind you because mm. you're now looking over those seats. I think it's. I think it's plausible. You heard it here. The first design of the center console car. That'll be your new mission. You gotta design one of those and make it so that way you can make some money, get people to notice mm-hmm. the show, everything works out yeah. in life. He'll notice the, <laughs> no, notice the show every time you crash because you can't see left or right of you. <laughs> I can see left and right. The it's you're not thinking about this properly. This is a this is the car equivalent of the centaur and I think it's I, I think this is a billion dollar idea. I'm about to put Elon Musk out of business. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Do it. Well, gentlemen, that's just been a few of the world's dumbest criminals. I hope that we don't find any more because, I mean, I will say, at least it wasn't just all Florida. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. For once. That would, that would have made the next segment really redundant. But first, right? before we go into it, Tommy... I, I would like for you to do a special report on the weather because I think it's it's important for us to update the listener on what the upcoming weather is going to be like for them across the world. Well, Samuel, the current weather on Venus is uh, it's a tepid 830 degrees Fahrenheit out there. Okay. Uh, some sulfuric acid clouds uh, currently raining down on the surface. Uh, we're looking at some molten metal coming down from the sky. Uh, the winds are absolutely screaming at about 110 miles per hour. Uh, and the uh, the atmospheric pressure is about ninety times what you're used to in Wisconsin. So uh, it's a it's a it's a brisk morning out there, but uh, I think uh, the the freeway is looking clear. So I think it's going to be a, a a good one. No, that's good to hear. I'm glad. Uh, you know, I was actually planning on heading over to Venus um, sometime soon. I recommend it this time of year. This this, time, this year or Venus year. Venus year, you got to go by the the local. Oh, okay, standard, the local, local standard time. year. Also, for those curious, I looked it up. Avatar came out in two thousand nine, specifically December, on my birthday, actually. Oh, um, so it was twenty ten was actually very close, but but two thousand nine slightly closer. Yeah. Thanks for that update on that. 
Thank you. James Cameron's masterpiece of Blue Pocahontas. Oh, my God. Thank you for that weather update. And uh, we're going to go right into Florida Man, then. Hi, it's Rick. And I'm Dave. From Minutia Man. And here is What's Wrong With You, Florida on And Friends. What's wrong with you, Florida? Hey, wait a second. We do this bit. Uh, and so I, I, was looking at, I was looking at the Florida Man uh, stories for today, and I noticed kind of a, a, a theme. So there was a theme of, mis- uh, of women with a whole bunch of missing pants or panties. So I'll, I'll tell you those stories, and then we're going to figure out what happened to them. So the first story I have is there was a, um, a pantless couponer arrested after checkout dispute. So if a cashier ever refuses your coupon, your best bet is to stay calm, avoid becoming argumentative, ask for a manager's assistance, and be patient. In short, keep your pants on. Well, a Florida woman mm. did not heed this advice. And now her disputed coupon is the least of her troubles. Apparently, uh, the police in Lady Lake, Florida, were called to a local Best Buy store where employees were complaining that a customer was causing disruption by yelling, refusing to request to leave, and showing her buttocks to other customers in the store. Oh, jeez. Eventually, the officers forcibly put her handcuffs on, well, put handcuffs on her, and then her demeanor instantly changed. And she became very calm and repeatedly uh, apologized for her actions. Yeah, a pair of handcuffs sobers you up pretty fast. Yeah. But it, I'm just yeah, surprised. to get a realization of the situation. Well, I was surprised she wasn't, like, intoxicated or anything, too. I was just like, oh, okay. Hey, some people just really want to use their coupons. Yeah, right. Well. Some people are just mad. <laughs> some people are crazy. Uh, there was another story, too. And as we know, women be shopping. <laughs> uh, there's, another, there's another story I found uh, where a woman was caught pantless in Publix. Apparently, uh, the Indian River County Sheriff's Office arrested a woman whose store managers say walked around Publix without wearing pants. Uh, an employee told deputies she saw, uh, she saw the Florida man uh, come out of the ba- a Florida woman come out of the bathroom without any pants on. And a number of customers witnessed the incident. According to the report, the employee said she had uh, she had to track down a manager, which caused an interruption in business. Uh, hey, they say no shirt, no shoes, no service, not no pants. Well, they found her uh, apparently with her shirt and shorts sitting on the floor in the bathroom. Uh, uh, thankfully, they asked her to get dressed before putting her under arrest. So you don't have a half-naked woman walking through your Publix. Makes sense. But anyways, I was on the hunt to find... I had to Google what a Publix is. Yeah, it's like a convenience store. I had never heard of it. It's not around the north or the northeast. But uh, anyway... Yeah, they have good sandwiches, I will say. No, haven't we talked about the Publix sandwiches before? I think so. It's just so good. They're just so good. Oh, yeah, because the Publix chicken is the uh, food of Florida. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I still will take their sandwiches. Yeah. Well, anyways, I went on the hunt for the missing underwear, and what I found was this. A man charged with burning underwear at a Starbucks. A uh, 59-year-old homeless man faced arson charges after police say he lit his underwear on fire in the bathroom of a bustling Tennessee Starbucks. 
Oh, Tennessee Street Starbucks in Florida. Uh, the barista... To what end? <laughs> well, the barista uh, at the Starbucks told the Tallahassee uh, police she saw him enter the bathroom where he remained for a long time. When they checked on him, he was leaving the bathroom, and the employees found a smoldering pair of underwear on the floor amidst a busy coffee shop. Hmm. I'm just thinking the, 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 the man just needed a new pair of underwear. Seems like a man with a plan, but his plan is inscrutable, and I cannot put it together. Either that or he's making a meal. Get my drift. Get to eat the underwear. Ew. He could be using it as kindling, too. That's true. Could have been heating something up over that fire. Mm-hmm. Don't know why it was in a Starbucks bathroom, but, you know, to each their own. It's as good a place as any other bathroom. Oh. Well, <laughs> I found the uh, other pair of underwear. Uh, apparently, a Florida man hid his face with underwear to steal Walmart electronics. Uh, so, to help stop the spread of uh, Big Bad COVID... The Hillsborough County leaders on Wednesday considered forcing people to don masks in stores. The same day, a Florida man was arrested for doing just that. Uh, except uh, Santu's mask. Uh, except the Florida's man. Sorry. Except the Florida man's mask was underwear, and he wore it while stealing electronics from one of the several Walmart stars he was suspected of hitting. Uh. They later learned uh, he appeared to be the same sp- suspect who committed similar thefts of other Walmarts in Central Florida. I hope he changed the underwear. What, for every Walmart he went into? Well, you can always change your underwear day to day. I'm just thinking about the fact that I've seen more people use um, underwear for masks, and I a, would never want to do that. But at least, you know, this man tried to uh, hide his face Wait. and tried doing the smart thing before he uh, was trying to do it to steal some things. Wait, you've seen people wearing underwear as masks? Dude, yeah, people have now made tutorials on how to use underwear or socks as masks. Oh. I'm sorry, but I'd rather not be smelling my ass or my feet all the whole time I'm out in public. That doesn't sound very cleanly. No. But- I wear boxers. It would never work. Yeah, you could cut them up. That's the whole thing, cutting them up. I prefer not to. <laughs> you hold your box. And that's the thing. It's like you wouldn't be using new underwear, so I'm wondering, are they using old underwear? Because that's nasty. Wouldn't it be just if cheaper like to buy a sink? mask than to buy underwear to cut up? Well, like when mask. people were running out of masks, like the stores where they needed something else. Oh, yeah, you're right. It was alternatives. It was like when people were showing you how to do bandana masks. I don't know. I wouldn't do that to my underwear. I hold it near and dear to my crotch. I just think it's shitty. Cut up your linens. (laughs) Now all I'm thinking about is the smell of shit being in your face. Oh, thanks. God. Thanks. Ew. Hey. Smell it. Smell it. Now take it. While you're thinking about that smell, if you like and friends, then be sure to check out some of the other programs on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, like Back to You. An Opie show with legendary Chicago TV personalities Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville as they talk about life, travel, food, and the long list of what fucks them. Plus, you never know which one of their many famous pals may stop by. And Back to You will now be available on Thursdays, switching with the Car Guy Report, which will now air on Tuesdays. Go Just to- go to Opie. Sh- no, do it. You got it. You're on a roll. 
uh, just go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. How about we learn a little bit of sex talk today, guys? Sex? No, thank you. Talk. No, Maggie. Today's a learn. Today's a learning day. Learn. Let's learn about sex. 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 Back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Wouldn't it be neat to have a show where you just randomly said sex talk? Sexy. Instead of doing the usual stuff I do, which talks about, you know, something in the news, maybe, or something, an update in sex. This is just kind of a learning about alternative sex, like eco-sex, alien sex. We kind of already know about robot sex, but we'll talk about mm, puppy play instead. All right. So I just want to do like a little bit. So eco-sexuality, that's the first one. Do you, do you, any of you gentlemen know what eco-sexuality is before I get into it? I have no idea what eco-sexuality is. Tommy? I'm getting freaky with a vegan. Oh, no. Is it like screwing a tree? Well, it's basically that you, eco-sexuality takes the phase of getting back to nature. It's Basically, the most extreme is the concept that celebrates and encourages humans coming together with the elements in both sexual and non-sexual relationships. This is why before the show started, I asked you, do you see Mother Earth as a mother or sexually? Because this is like this is, this goes entailed because like stepmother. The, the main presence is that you see nature as your lover and not as your mother. Oh, that's a slippery slope, man. I don't know. Wouldn't wouldn't really uh, want to screw everything in nature. I don't, it's well you don't even have to screw nature. nature it's like that fact um i th- i wanted to do this it was based off a uh vice video that kind of popped out but it's kind of like where you get turned on by the energy and like the nature around you this one woman she gets turned on by the moon and can make an orgasm come from that it's like the, your environment with it and your relationship with the world these are the people I don't trust around my cats. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> these, are, these are the people I just don't trust in general. You're just showing Earth some love. Although, and I'm not saying by physically fucking a tree. Although these people are uh, pretty genius. You know, they're making, they're making a job out of nothing, you know, out of thin air. It's a long-term relationship with elements. I, don't, I was going to say, I don't know what making money you could i mean i guess you could there has been in a strange sex where you can get you can like get in groups together to learn how to orgasm without physical touch and yeah, just thought. exactly there you go i don't know i feel like that's too i couldn't do that i'd be like it just be like trying to wish and pray i don't know maybe i don't do <laughs> pretty well. sure you can get uh still you still get video taste for kegel exercises that's Okay, but that's a little bit different because you can like do something to. It's almost like lifting weights, but with because like some people can do that where you stick something to lift something with your Kegel muscles, so you oh. can do that, uh. but you don't have to. Oh. Anyway, that's All another. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now I'm gonna we'll, we'll go into because I was I just want to do an overview on these a little bit because if we go in depth, I swear this could go on forever. Um, alien sex. Oh. It's basically the name of what it is. It's the fetish of, you know aliens mutants or other uh sentient beings basically that are not human well it's also caused a thing with sex toys to where you can lay an alien egg inside you oh it's another thing i can't pronounce it's like positors yeah it's like an avi position 
uh, on Urban Dictionary has it. It's a kink that involves laying eggs in someone. And usually, like, aliens. I don't like when they say the bugs or tentacles. Well, but, like... Know, that, that reminds me of, like, those bad dragon toys. You ever see those things online? Those things are monstrous. Yeah, but it's kind of, like, along the same lane as this. So it makes a little bit more sense than, you know, getting turned on by a rock. I'd just be too scared that it'll get lost and then I'd have to go to the doctor and be like, hi, there's something lost inside me. What is it? Oh, it's an egg that I put up. <laughs> and then your there. stomach just explodes and a little alien comes out. <laughs> why you gotta do those Kegel exercises. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> right? That's where the Kegel exercises come in. But yeah, it's a it's another form with it. I, I don't know. It's, it's a fetish to kind of have it. I don't know, really. They're like a gelatin eggs, but I don't know if I could do that. This is an interesting one, I think. You should make them biodegradable. Ooh. That way, if you do lose it in there, no risk. It just disintegrates. Then it could, I can't... Like those uh, paper straws. Uh, xenophilia is the name for basically having the kink for aliens oh. in the video there it was more alien sex because it was specifically focusing on that but yeah they have specific dildos for it so that way it's more of an alienistic desire um shape i guess what it would be based on a movie maybe or books there probably could be porn out there for it but that yeah. is xenophilia i can't wait till they release an, an alien alf dildo Oh. 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 Too God. soon. Yeah, it's got a little button you can press and it plays his voice. No. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Keep the, out of this. <laughs> the, the last and final uh. one is puppy play, and it is just as it sounds. It is a subset of BDSM culture, which involves a person or persons taking the primal role in basically mentally going into a kind of canine and exploring the non-human desires and headspace that you would get if you were a dog. This one's a this one is a one that's been around forever. Like I'm not surprised by this one at all. Yeah. In fact, this one well, is logical. Well, hearing about it, it's like that uh the gentleman explaining in where I found the video from Vice that kind of talked about it. He put it in good words of Saying there's that feeling, you know, the unconditional love you get from a pet and everything, and that's what you're kind of doing as an animal, and just kind of the being taken care of in some sense with it, too. So I, I can, I guess, see where it comes with it. I don't know if I want to crawl around on my hands and legs. and Yeah, I, they're, they're, I, I don't know where the unconditional love comes from, because every time I've seen something related to puppies or people acting like dogs, it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't seem very fun. Well, it depends. There's a dom and sub relationship. Again, if you went into it more, I guess there's, I guess it's that feeling you have when in it. And mm. maybe it's a little bit more with the control aspects, mm -hmm. too. Again, BDSM is all about, like, there's a little bit of that control in a person that you have in there. Not all. It's, it's about. all about power dynamics. It's, it's yeah. a real game with that stuff. Ex it's not really about any of the instant things. But I don't know. This one. This one's always come off weird to me because I'm like, this is just another example of people completely misunderstanding their relationship with their dog. Well, at least some How hope so? they don't do anything to dogs. Uh, it's just... I, I don't know. I feel like you and the dog have very different ideas of what your relationship with each other is. And I feel like if your dog could 
had the process of critical thinking to really understand what you're doing, they wouldn't want to hang out with you <laughs> after this. If they've witnessed it, maybe, like, why do you look like me? And what is going on? It, it This is like the, the, the species equivalent of blackface. Oh, God. That is a claim if I've ever heard one. Walk in and your dog's like, dude, not cool. With this, too, there's not necessarily having to have sex afterwards. Or oh, during Christ it. almighty, I hope not with their dog. God. Well, I'm meaning like when you're <laughs> not the actual physical animal. I'm talking about when yeah, you're like you know, in You know the what? That's what they're thinking about. State. Oh, my God. I, it's, that's the thing is I don't know if this is something I'd be... I don't know if it's the puppy play people or the eco-sexualists that I'm more concerned uh, for my animal safety around. I, I, you know what? I, I would hope that there's, like, subsections of eco-sexualists because I wouldn't be like, all right, there's, like, mammal sexualists where it's like, uh... But then there could be, like, geological sexualists where they're just, like, turned on by rocks and pebbles. Well, I think we're all a little turned on by rocks and pebbles. Like, that's just a societal thing. But it's like... You know, would you rather, in the case of ecosexuals, like, they just find nature romantic, sensual, and sexy. Like, that's pretty easily simplified with that and a definition to look at it. It's just they kind of see nature as an arousing thing. Yeah, but deep down inside, they just want to ground pound a birch. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, that's that's where I draw the line. Like, to find nature romantic is one thing. To be romantically attracted to nature is another to the, the to be the example you gave of achieving orgasm via looking at the moon that's 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 a heavy burden to be carrying and i feel like you're doing it to yourself what is it are you saying it's a burden for the um moon to have to get someone off i don't know no, a- i'm saying it's a burden for the person who's inflicted this upon themselves the other concern is the moon has not agreed to it in any capacity <laughs> so in other ways it did not consent the moon did exactly. not consent <laughs> trial of the century moon versus moon versus the people Moon versus Board of Education. Yeah. <laughs> and I would go over robot sex, but come on, guys. I think especially after oh, uh, the episodes we've had, yeah. I think we've talked many times. I feel like we know. I, I think we're I think, experts yeah. in robot sex at this point. Except we have all who, raise your hand if you've <laughs> raise your hand. I was gonna say raise your hand if you've had sex with a robot here. I don't see any hands. No. You don't see them. Doesn't mean they're not up. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't think I've had sex with a robot. Play I mean, along at home. Does a vacuum cleaner count? I mean, technically, I'll count it. it. In. Yeah. Especially if it's a Roomba. No. <laughs> Wait. You got to have the extendable attachment. You got to think of Doofy from the scary movie franchise where he was able to do it that way. I think we should uh, take a break, yeah. guys, and kind of clean ourselves off after that segment. I got to go take a shower, so uh, we'll be right back. Just stay away <laughs> from the vacuum. This week on Minutia Men's Celebrity Interview, we have two, two, two stars in one. Yeah, we've got Steve Baskerville and Howard Sudbury, two Chicago television legends. Don't believe us? Here they are. Say hello, guys. Hello. Hello. <laughs> 
Okay. See? See? They may be television legends, but they're not that quick anymore. <laughs> they don't pay attention. Be sure to tune in, and you'll hear more stuff like that. Solid gold. The Minutia Men Celebrity Interview on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, it's a quick look at the Morgan Aero Supersport. Is it ugly or sublime? Plus, special commentary on the automotive publishing industry. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me as I drive solo for a couple episodes for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Hey. Hi. Hey, we're back. Ah, crap, not again. You guys ready? We're back. My hair's a little wet, but let's do this. All right, so I got some fun, guys. It's a, it's a, it's a quiz. It's a game, but it's more of like, is this true or is it not real? All right? Is it real or isn't it real? I'm not going to get It's pretty much this a yes or a no. Um, so pretty much uh, what I've noticed is that, you know, recently, and, and I'm not, I, I don't really know why, but recently, a lot of people have been ordering online instead of going out to the store and buying stuff there like they did in the good old days. Still don't know why. Strange. I wonder what could be causing this, right? this spike in online activity. Yes, uh, but usually we go through Amazon, right? Most of us go through Amazon or, or any delivery company. But I thought it would be interesting to ask you, do you think these items are real on the famous Chinese website AliExpress? You guys ever heard of that website? Ooh. Nope. Infamous, rather. Oh, yeah. It's great. They have a whole bunch of clones and stuff and just random crap you can buy for cheap that'll probably explode in your pocket. But either it way... It sounds like when you go on thisiswhyimbroke.com. Yeah. But uh, there's a big culture of it online, and I found a Reddit page that had a whole bunch of stuff on it. Uh, and, and really, uh, it, it was under WTF, which you know it's going to be good when, when that product is under that. So uh, I got I got a handful of products, and I'm going to ask you if you think these are real or not, okay? Okay. All right. This is the first one. A giant U.S. Excuse me. A giant USB enter key. So it's a very large enter key that's also a USB stick? No, uh, it's a large enter key that plugs into your computer and works as an enter key. Oh, so it plugs in via USB, but it's it's just a big enter key. Yes. I'm gonna. I believe s- it. Uh, huh? Uh, part of me wants to say no. I'm gonna go the opposite. Just say no on something. Okay. Let's do this I think differently. It's yes. You think it's real? Yeah, it's it's. I think it's real. It's definitely real. It's uh. Oh, God damn. It's uh. Of course it's It's real. 14 centimeters by 21 centimeters by 11 centimeters. It is a giant enter key. The best part about it is it is it, it, it looks nothing like the actual enter key. So it, it's amazing. I'm missing that, uh, you know, when you had a typewriter, when you switch lines, there was a big, a big event of, of moving to the next line. Mm-hmm. Now you get that back to some degree. You get to slam that enter key. Yeah, I just uh, I posted it in our chat. Why does it specifically say it's slow rising? I don't know. Most of the most of the titles for these items are uh, like hilarious, and the descriptions are even better. 
It's not even six dollars. It's totally worth it. Right? So that was the first one. Here goes another one. Jesus. Do you guys think this is real? Assortment of Donald Trump toilet bowl cleaners. Yes. Yes, yes, and I will say it again. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna vote no. I, I think it's I think it's less likely. Toilet bowl cleaner. I would have believed toilet paper faster than toilet bowl cleaner. Well, it's real. Ha! It's a wow. real thing. Uh, not to cheat and, on and, this one. I already knew because I almost debated on getting oh, it for, a okay. gift for someone. <laughs> yeah, not only is but it I real. I didn't see it on this side. It was on Amazon. Not only is it real, but there are pages and pages of it. Of, of just the clone of the same thing. They also That's have insane. one you could do where it's a mouth that you could put at the bottom, so it's like an open mouth where the hole is of Donald Trump's face with his mouth open. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. There was a whole set of it, and I was just like, <laughs> yeah, that would have been a great gift, but I didn't do it. I do, this is still hilarious. I do need a new toilet bowl cleaner. So. Uh, I mean, yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, do you think this is real? Uh, cute shawarma pencil case. Absolutely. What is shawarma? It's a sandwich. It's adorable. It's like a Middle Eastern sandwich made with like a pita and hummus. Oh. Like a pita. I don't think it gets the same kind of good press that burrito does, but I think shawarma can. Yeah, I guess. I think shawarma it's, can like be a Medi- it's like a Mediterranean Middle Eastern burrito, pretty much. Hmm. I may, just because I can't visually put it as much, I'm going to say no. Okay. I think it's real. It is real. Oh, yes. damn. Look at that. It holds all your pencils. It even wraps up like a shawarma. It has little hooks inside it. Oh, wow. It has little hooks inside it that uh, holds uh, holds your pencils together and stuff, and then you can clip it together. I think I banged it. That's higher grade than I would have anticipated. I was expecting it to just kind of look like one and have a singular opening, well, but the fact that it's actually wrapping up. Yeah, and the se- and style. the seller seems actually pretty legit on this one. Like this is actually a creation that they've made, which I appreciate. Buy it. Yeah, right. I don't need a pencil case. I'm in school. It uh, looks like a burrito. I would call this a burrito. What? It's a shawarma. It's a shawarma. It looks like a freaking burrito. Yeah, it's a middle. It really. It's a Mediterranean burrito. No, it just, I wouldn't even call it a shawarma, just call it tortilla. Does it even say shawarma on here? I'm not seeing the word shawarma everywhere, anywhere. I call this burrito. This is a burrito pencil case. It do- you know nothing of Mediterranean culture. Yeah. Hey, is this real? Advanced rectum cheek simulator. No. As much as I want to say no, I think the game here is that they're all real at this point, and I'm just going to say yes. I'm gonna say no only because I'm going to not think that this is real because I don't want my rectum or cheeks simulated. It's real! Uh, of course it's real. And it's $659. Is it like one of those real or hey, wow. bid this to actually become a it, thing? It is real? real and you can interchange the butts. Huh. This is yes. weird. It has, there are nine kinds of wastes, including normal faces, elongated faces, dry type, strip faces, long soft waist, yang shi faces, mushy stool, watery stool, comp- uh, compact and 
compaction of dung and loose stool. That was a lot more information than I needed. And there's also 13 type of intestinal diseases. Weird. Oh, no. I'm just going to now say everything is real. That's what it probably is at this point. Everything is real. And they have certifications, That's what I too. Said. I mean, it looks pretty legit. They have boxes and boxes of them. But yes. It's one of those things that are probably used in a medical field more than anything. Because it definitely, like, looking at that and looking at the things that are familiar. Look at, like, some of the images I've seen of friends who are in, like, you know, medical school. It, it, the model is vid vivid, simple senses real, and rectal examination position left side. Yeah. Simulates feces. Gross. Got a little, got a little butthole. All right. Moving on. Uh, do you think this is real? A we think they're all real. Uh, we're, um, at we, this we, point, we, we're just going to say all are real. Um, we, we're just assuming that this is the game. Is it all of them are real? I don't know. A miniature doll electric chair. Yeah. That's, that's just for saying sure. real. You think it's real? I think so. It's real! We know. And it's 40 bucks! <laughs> oh my god. What you can't see at home is that every time he does that, he sends uh, our group chat the link. It's it's time so that every time he says it's real, we get the message. It, I think with this, it, if it, it's not worth forty bucks unless you really can use. Well, it. it looks like they use real leather, like it's handcrafted. Honestly, it looks handcrafted. Yeah, but you, there's no electricity that can go through that. They just have the wire end. Yeah. Hey, with some wires and a soldering iron, you can make anything you want happen. That's true. Yeah, it, but think you gotta spend forty bucks just to even get the chair itself. Yeah. It's not cheap equipment, but... What if you're making a haunted dollhouse? If Oh, my God. We're spending a lot of money keeping Barbie on death row, and I think that it's about time we just wrap this thing up. <laughs> uh, moving on. at the bottom? It says it's a straw, but it just looks like a crack pipe. What the hell is this site? Uh, this site's amazing. Uh, moving on. Uh, do you think this is real? A washable full-size salmon fish pillow. I actually believe I've seen this before. I have... I. It's a giant salmon, right? Uh, I don't know. Again, I just assume everything's real now. Do you think it's real? Yes. Kimmy? I assume everything's real, so yes to everything! It's to real! everything, yes! Oh yeah. my god! And it's 5% off! Look at that. Oh, really? Yeah. It's the Washable Amusing Simulation Tasty Salmon Fish Sushi Real Life Pillow. Oh, see, I was I was thinking of, like, a living salmon. This is, like... This is a cut of salmon. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is already dead yeah, salmon. It is a, it's a salmon in, fillet, in form. pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. But it's uh, 50 by 28 centimeters. Pretty cool. Wow. Huh. All right. Do you think this is real? Yes. A full body silicon baby doll, and it comes in avatar form too. What do you mean full body? It is. It is a full body silicon doll. It's the whole baby, and it comes in so, avatar. Okay. Form. So the full body is made of silicon. Yes. 
Okay. And it comes well then yes. And it comes as an avatar from the move from the 2009 movie Avatar. I did hear that was big in China. So, I'm I'm doubling down that that it's that it's real. Okay. Kimmy. I've said everything's real, so yes. It's real. Look, we know it's look. real. We know they're all real. We know it's the game. I know, but look, they have an avatar baby. It's insa- oh, it's $430. Looks like Vigo, Vigo the Conqueror. Look at him. They're look all at the real. You can you get $2 off if you spend $100. You get five dollars off if you spend two hundred. It's FDA certified. Like that one bit. Somehow it's FDA certified. What? All right, that's just a lie. There's no way. Oh, uh, here's the Q and A, uh, the frequently asked questions. Uh, question: Is this reborn baby a boy or a girl? The reborn baby is a girl. Why is it reborn? Uh, does it come painted? If put this baby in water, will the paint come off? Yes, it comes painted by hand. But the paint didn't come off in the normal temperature water. It doesn't answer the question. Can the baby take a pacifier in the mouth? Yes, the si- this silicone baby can take a pacifier in the mouth. This is our new design. You can feeding her with a baby bottle. I don't trust Chinese websites at all, and this is why. Can this baby's eyes color be changed? Yes, this silicone's baby eye color can be changed. <laughs> okay, I'm moving along. All right. We got two more. Do you think this is real? The Ebola plush toy. I actually know someone who gets a bunch of... um plushy viruses and diseases. Oh. So I know this one's real. Yeah. I have said it, and I'll say it again. They're all real. That's right. It's real. I'm shocked. <sighs> Shock me, baby, one more time. And it's four ninety nine, And you get them in ah. pairs. You get a little, it's a good deal. You get a little baby Ebola. Why? Why? All right. Why do you want a baby Ebola? Last one. The unisex kids daddle saddle. The daddle saddle. The daddle saddle. Is it like one of those saddles you put on your dad so you can ride him as a horse? It's a daddle saddle, Kimmy. Sounds to me like Kimmy's correct. I just did. (laughs) I say yes only because when I saw this as I got older, I was like, man, I needed this because I used to ride my dad like a horse. Or if he would just like lay down, I would just kind of go under and slide around. I don't know, but... Yeah, I remember seeing this. It is real. Tommy. There's not a chance that this is not real at this point. It's real. Oh my god, the shock we so have. Ha! See, I still wanted this, like, for the longest time, because I just had to ride my dad. Okay, I'm not going to say this. Um, yeah, he's going <laughs> to cut that one there. <laughs> I realized I mean, it, how it was going to sound. I mean, it's a legit It's like when you saddle. ride a horse bareback. It's it's a legit... Yeah, I know. It's just it's weird to say the phrase. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this you were cute your dad compared bareback. to the yeah, ones Yeah, you don't want to ride your yeah, dad bareback. It'll hurt your butt. 
But yeah, look, it's it's a legit saddle. It's amazing. Yeah, but it has a plush near where you you would hold the thing. It's like plushy though in some spots, so it's not like as legit. Because if you look, the top area where the handles are has a plush like square on it, like a box. Yeah. But it's probably plushy to give that comfort mm-hmm. when you're riding your daddy. <laughs> Uh, this is just you make it so inappropriate and I'm not meaning the de- to the description with this daddle horse toy saddle your dad becomes almost a realistic horse uh, almost it's, it's almost ride, ride, ride on the back of your dad with this saddle and become a cowboy from Texas oh I'd rather not do that anymore Horseback riding has been part of human culture for a long, long time. In the beginning, it was only for work, travel, and warfare. Today, it's also recreational or just a sport. I like, or for warfare. It's so serious, and then it's like, try the daddle saddle. Try the daddle well, saddle. There's a history lesson on equine history. Yeah, right. And it looks legit. I, I doubt there's any lead paint in this. I doubt there's any lead paint in this. I like it's delicious, that... so. Well, you guys, delicious. you guys did a pretty good job. You guessed all of them correctly. Well, did I, we? There was a couple I didn't at first, but that's because I was thinking maybe this isn't just going to be all correct. But no, they were all correct. See, I, th- I, th- I threw you guys. I threw you guys for a loop. Did, did you? Did you? I did. Yeah. I f- did you? I feel like it. Did I feel you like really? I, I feel like it did its job. Whatever makes you feel better, Samuel. Whatever makes you, you feel better. You want to do your job, just make sure you stay at home and listen to Opi shows. That is your one job, because unlike other podcasts, we are sanitized each and every week, each and every show, just for you, for your safety, for your enjoyment. Listen to opishows.com, save the world, and be sure to wash your hands. That's right, I'm going to get you a little microbial. Samuel spent $25 on a voice changer and it sounds like it was free. (laughs) I'm still gonna get you. I'm I'm the coronavirus. Tommy, can you please get into your tangent? Because I have an answer already for this. Kimmy, you, you can't you can't respond to him is the main thing. Oh, you gotta give him enough rope to hang himself with and just let him let him strangle it out. <laughs> I'm so sad. Let him strangle it. I out. was so God, I so was sorry. so happy to get this yesterday. I'm like, oh, this would be so cool. <laughs> you waited till now to use it out the whole thing though. Well, Tommy turned me off to it when he got in the group chat earlier because I was like, oh, I, I got the Santa voice and I was wait here. I got the Santa voice, and I was like, ho, 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 Merry Christmas, Tommy. How is that Santa? Well, you put I put the Christmas oh music over here. We'll go back. I put the Christmas music over it, all right? And and he doesn't say a fucking word. Excuse me. He doesn't say a word, all right? It really pissed me off, Tommy, because I spent like $25 oh on this. And you don't give me oh jack shit, all right? My God. Spend zero dollars on this. <laughs> Tommy, please take us into your tangent. 
So this is just, this is just going to be a test of of friendships, a test of 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 who's everyone's favorites. If you had to pick one of us, oh no, who would you punch? Oh man, you have to punch someone. Who you pick? Oh, I don't want to punch either of you. You got you got to pick one of us. You got to punch someone. Who would right, you I'm, punch, Tommy? I'm holding off. Since this is yours and you started us off. Who would you I would, punch? I would punch. I would punch Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. Mostly I wonder why. That, well, I just think that if I if I punch Kimmy, that's going to be the last straw. I, I don't think that oh. our friendship can take a punch to the face. <laughs> well, things have gotten. Wait, why the face specifically? <laughs> well, where else would you punch? You, I could. We could. A punch, punch to the arm. arm is fun. That's you know, but but a punch to the face that's aggressive. Mm. I didn't know this was a punch to the face. Damn. <laughs> yeah, you got you got to punch someone in the face right now. Oh my god! Oh. Aggressively, Be- with force and vigor. Oh. I'd punch Tommy. Just- <laughs> just- Damn! It's an agreeable choice. I, I, I mean, just you I wouldn't. Him, he punches you. That makes sense. I wouldn't feel comfortable punching Kimmy. She's she's very nice. Aww. She's a nice At person. At least you say it that way. She doesn't. I like how Tommy's reasoning is our thing. Our, I think it would set things over the edge. Yeah, <laughs> Kimmy. Kimmy, you know when when I have uh, interesting ideas or spend money on the production quality of the show, she at least acknowledges it. <laughs> I do. That's fair. Beforehand, <laughs> we were having fun with it until you came in and hated on his Santa Claus. Kimmy, who would you punch? Ah, I want to just say I'm, I would punch myself. <laughs> just because someone has to. No, punch you gotta you. punch someone else. You can't. No, mm. uh, you got you got to punch someone else. If I had a punch, like if we went back like ten seconds with how things were for a second there, I would have said Samuel like <laughs> before with the with one of the segments. But there's also times where I'd be like, man, I mean, I mean, especially before things have gotten better between us ever since I point out like, hey. I want to punch you. There would have been a moment where I would have definitely been like Tommy. Yeah. Our 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 friendship has thawed. Where once it was icy. Yeah, it's thawed out now. Your your friendship yeah. has gone through global warming. Mm, I think just for today, based off that quiz you gave us, I'm gonna punch Samuel. Just because <laughs> he's trying to trick us, and then you know it's, it's, it's just just for today. For today, it'd be Samuel. Out of love, though, Samuel. Out of love. Yeah, no, that's understandable. I, I, I mean, I, I would get it. No, th- I, I would, I would be jealous enough to punch someone too after they did such an amazing and insightful quiz. All right, now I'm glad that I chose you. <laughs> Can we just punch Samuel in for a reason completely contrary to the reason that Samuel chose not to punch her? <laughs> 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 I'm just realizing that now too. Nah, you know what? Can I just punch both of you? You it's can. It won't be part of the game, but you can. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. I would just do it as just an add-on. Everybody gets punched. Just, just as a recreational activity. Yeah. Right. I need a punching bag. You both have become one for me. It is the end of the show. If you want to listen, subscribe, and rate 
and friends on opishows.com, which you should, uh, or wherever you find podcasts, just go ahead and search Radio Misfits. You will find us. And uh, be sure to tell a friend uh, to listen to us on Spotify. And uh, it'd be nice if you just check this out there. Maybe give us a little follow so you get notifications every time our show comes up in your podcast. And a special thanks to our executive producer, who I chose not to punch, so you should love us more. Um, <laughs> Tony Lasano with opishows.com. Opi is hippo spelled backwards. O-P-P-I-H shows.com. Let us not forget our distributor, Ed Silla, uh, with the Radio Misfits uh, Great Talk Radio is not dead. It has moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. Hey, that's it for the show, guys. Uh, see you next week. This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Terminated by DirecTV and God. Jenkins and a GPS whoopsie. My brush with monkey Michael Nesmith. And our interview with Field of Dreams actor Dwyer Brown. He was John Kinsella. I know. Now you don't want to miss it because <laughs> anyone who loves that movie is going to want to hear Hug that. And unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. Tony Lasano Podcast, an Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Radiomisfits.com. If you missed Lasano or Lasano and friends, here's what you missed. Happy to be here today, Cheryl Scott, meteorologist. Hi, Fred Winston, Chicago radio guy. I'm Rob Hart in Chicago. How about that weather? This is a good show to do that. Yeah, what the hell, man? It's, uh, <laughs> I Don't th- blame the messenger. I'm not blaming the messenger. That's got to be the worst part about being a meteorologist. They blame you for the for, for the sun or the snow or right. whatever. I'm so. like everyone's best friend when it's sunny and 70. <laughs> and like yesterday was everyone's worst friend. Yeah. But I know that weather changes so dramatically. We do seven-day forecasts. And right. I go, well, seven days, it sometimes changes seven times in those seven days. <laughs> <laughs> but science is getting more and more accurate. Oh, it does. So, has the Earth been knocked off its axis? I I, I keep hearing stuff uh, about that uh, from the conspiracy idiots at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and that's exactly <laughs> what we're going. <laughs> Radio Misfits. Get more. Lozano and Friends. Lozano. Now on Lozano.com. Good luck trying to spell Lozano or whatever the... Buckets call. Man, it's been too long since I've been in a mosh pit. Oh, yeah, right? Oh, my God. I've been thinking about that so much, especially because the last time I was in one, I got socked in the face, but I still laughed. It's like I enjoyed it, which is the weirdest thing ever. Those are the best kinds. Right? Just get socked in the face, and it's like adrenaline. I'm like, yeah, do it again. Yeah, if you can really get rocked and people like help you up and then you're still like ready to keep going, that's that's the kind. I fell down once 
in in a pit. Someone picked me up, said, you good? I said, yeah. And then he shoved me off somewhere else. I'm like, that's exactly what I want. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That is exactly what you want out of someone in a pit. Oh, yeah. I love that. Polite enough to pick you up, but then also still hard enough to keep going. People in the mosh pit are always the nicest people. Yeah. I also love when you lose your friends and then you just get pushed back to finding them. And you're like, hey, I found you again. And it's just like, you... You just had your own whirlwind of things, and you're like, damn, I still ended up finding you. It's like those ha moments. I once ran into someone on the way to a concert, and I was like, oh, hey, and then, you know, split off from him while I was in there. Went crowd surfing, landed two feet to his left. And I was like, hey! (laughs) It was fate. It was destiny. Now you make me miss concerts. What the hell, Tommy? 